The RTX 40 series is coming sooner than you think. There's an algae-powered PC out there, and AMD is 89% better than NVIDIA. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news on the internet. Well, you enjoy your breakfast, and I uh, very likely have COVID. My wife has tested positive, has had symptoms for the last few days. I developed a cough today. So that's going to be going on behind the scenes. Um, and if there's a lack of hot news episodes this week, that's probably why, <laughs> or even next week. But there's also going to be very few UFD tech videos coming out because I can't have my team here in the office, obviously, while my family is testing positive for COVID. So <laughs> I'll make it through this episode, I promise. But let's get into the RTX 40 series because we got some details about the RTX 4090 releasing sooner than you think. According to the well-known leaker has been coming out with a lot of details with regards to Ada Lovelace. Uh, it looks like we might be getting this thing in early Q3 of this year. That was the information coming out from this leak that it's coming out a little bit earlier than anticipated, maybe potentially because NVIDIA is scared of AMD. But when asked for clarification by video cards on what early meant, uh, it mid-July, mid-July, like two months away from us getting the brand new RTX 40 series GPUs, which while that feels really soon, at least it does for me, let's keep in mind that uh, Ampere has been out for two years. It's been, it's been a little bit. They did just launch the 3050 this year, but the 3080 has been out for a while. So a refresh in July honestly isn't soon. It's kind of close to the 3090 Ti, but if you do consider that the 90 series class cards are kind of considered the Titan class, Nvidia's done this all of the time where they would launch the Titan X and then they came out with, what was it, the 1080 Ti at the time? And then they came out with the Titan XP. So Nvidia has a history of just like constantly pushing releases back to back, but there's some more information on what the 4090 might be with regards to how fast it is from this same leaker indicating that the 4090 will not be that 600 watt card that we've been hearing about that's likely going to be reserved for the 4090 Ti and coming out either later this year or next year but this 4090 will be a 450 watt card so roughly equivalent to the 3090 Ti but according to this roughly two times the performance of the RTX 3090 and we've heard doubling numbers from every leaker out on the internet either for RDNA 3 or for the RTX 40 series or Nvidia used to always say that their cards were double the previous one. It's really hard to know if we can trust this and obviously just wait until it comes out. But also in this leak, they indicated that they're disappointed with RDNA 3, potentially indicating that the GPU is either worse or coming out later or coming out more expensive. Not quite clear what disappointment means on that side, but the RTX 4090, double a 3090 and coming out in two months. Are you excited for the 40 series? Like a 4070? I know a lot of people aren't looking to the high end stuff, but let's say 4070, 500 bucks, twice as fast as the 3070. Does that interest you? Let me know down below in the comments. And in case you want to stay on the current generation, the RTX 3080 Noctua Edition being released by Asus. This is a 4.1 slot card. Yes, my friends, over four slots for obviously noise reasons and cooling reasons. It has Noctua fans in there. It's a, it's a beefy, chunky guy, but in case you want probably what's going to be the quietest, coolest 3080 on the market, that's going to help you out. And the crypto market needs to be helped out right now because Bitcoin's down 3% to be under $30,000 again. Had a rough day yesterday. We talked about how it was over $31,000. Now it's down. Ethereum down 3.8%. 
3% to be at $2,000 and Dogecoin down 3% to be at 8.7 cents. And in case you have some extra cents that you wanna spend on PlayStation, Sony has unveiled a lot of their details on their extra PlayStation Plus tiers that they're gonna be coming out with, including the games that are gonna be included on these, the PlayStation Plus extra and premium subscription services. With regards to PS4 and PS5 games, it's actually quite remarkable in case you haven't played a lot of the PS5 exclusives. You're gonna get Demon's Souls on there, Returnal's also gonna be part of it, as well as Ghost of Tsushima's Director's Cut and third-party games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla and NBA 2K22. And then there's also going to be PlayStation 1 games that are gonna be included in the lineup if you're on the premium membership, including things like Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, as well as some PS3 games like Infamous, Hot Shots, as in Ratchet & Clank series. On top of that, it was announced that Ubisoft Plus is gonna become part of PlayStation Plus so that you can get those games with those games and wrap it all together. And that this also will include some time demos for you to play games on PlayStation, including games like Horizon Forbidden West, Cyberpunk 2077, and the new Borderlands game, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. In the video description, we'll have links to the games that are gonna be included with this in case you wanna take a full look at what's included, including games like Jack 2, the remaster and all of that kind of stuff. Tons of good games. I'm really mostly excited for it. The, the PlayStation 1 and PlayStation Portable games is only 10, which does not really pique my interest enough to consider getting that. The PlayStation Plus Extra looks to be okay. The premium, I'm not sure if I'd spend the extra money for that, but there is some talk about the PS1 Classics will have save states and boosted FPS, not just like a direct one for one port, but they're supposed to be like 850 odd games supported at some point. This is a fraction of what PlayStation will eventually be coming out with for their service. And speaking of fractions, there's a computer that runs on a fraction of power. In fact, uh, just runs on algae. Scientists have created an algae computer powered by photosynthesis in the size of a double A battery, as you can see right there. This bad boy powering the ARM Cortex M0 Plus for over a year. It operated in a domestic environment and semi-outdoor conditions under natural light and associated temperature fluctuations. And after six months of continuous power production, the results were submitted for publication. So this bad boy paving the way for sustainable computing in a way that I haven't seen before. It's only a proof of concept, kind of indicating what could be used for Internet of Things. But even if this is used for like computers that could be powered for like, I'm just thinking practically like a koi pond, you put a smart device in your fish pond and then you can use the algae to power a computer to just give you readings on like pH balance, all that kind of stuff. It's it's kind of intriguing. It's using the Cortex M0 Plus, which according to ARM themselves is the most energy efficient ARM processor available, but just seeing a way to run computers that doesn't actually use any sort of electricity from the grid and instead is just using photosynthesis. Pretty gosh dang cool. And AMD thinks they're pretty gosh dang cool with them coming out with their new marketing numbers indicating that, uh, hey, most of their GPUs, in fact, I think all of their GPUs, according to them, are a better performance per dollar than NVIDIA's GPUs across the entire RX 6000 lineup, which is something that consumers kind of already know, and, and AMD is just a better price for FPS, but that still doesn't mean that people are buying as many AMD cards as NVIDIA cards. But you can see here, they say that the 6950 XT offers 80% more FPS per dollar and 22% better performance per watt, but the 6400, my 
friends is 89% more FPS per dollar than the 1050 Ti and 123% better FPS per watt, showing off that they just beat Nvidia down the stack. Whether you want 1080p medium gaming or you want 4K max gaming, they're bringing that to you at better FPS per dollar. It gets a little close in areas like, you know, the RX 6800, it's only 8% better, but they, they conveniently leave off the areas where, uh, you know, more FPS per dollar for the 6500 XT and the 6750 XT, but not better FPS per watt because uh, they draw more wattage than the cards they're comparing them to. Ah, it'll be fine. Who cares? That's it's not it's not stacking the deck. Not at all. AMD is better in all ways, every ways. You guys always tell me that. Brett, why are you so mad about AMD being worse sometimes? I couldn't possibly say that because AMD is never worse. That's not how any of this works. And I'm, I'm not working anymore either. I'm going to go rest. Thanks so much for watching this episode of Hot News. I'll be back hopefully tomorrow. Uh, <coughs> I mean, it doesn't take a lot for me to come down here and film. It's like an extra 10, 20, 30 minutes out of my day. I can prepare Hot News while I'm in bed. Yeah, we'll see what happens.